dedication, preparation, reflection. These are the pillars of what we do here at Fantasy AA. And of course, today we give you a touch of truth and we reflect on the week that was. Week 14. Welcome to the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weisslicker. Join that Patreon community, patreon.com forward slash fantasy AA. Choose your addiction level, earn perks, check out that bonus content, be true to thine self, embrace your addiction, and as always, champ, earn your chip. So, of course, you guys know I record these during the final football game of the week, the Monday night game. Unfortunately, we have two Monday night games, so we're going to be a little bit without some of our information that we typically have, but it's okay, you know. Uh, <clears throat> we're going in this right heavy, right heavy. Um, of course, we're going to go over, you know, the... Uh, Yeah, so we're gonna go over a lot of different things here. So, we'll start with the injury report, then we'll go to the waiver wire pickups that we need to be making, and then we'll give away our fantasy awards for the week, which. Not that much, not that much, not that much. Uh, the waiver wires at this particular point is just, it is what it is. Of course, some of the injuries that we saw. Jalen Waddle just took a shot across the middle of the field, hit hard, and he's down um, on like the third play of the game or fourth play of the game or whatever it was. Xavier Howard, he went down as well. Didn't see what happened to him and if he's, or if he's okay, but it is what it is. Justin Herbert, he's likely to have two uh, surgery on Tuesday on a fractured index finger on his right hand. That's why he left the game early. But let's get into it. Atlanta Falcons wide receiver Mac Hollins with an ankle injury and left tackle uh, Jake Matthews with a knee injury. They left the game early and didn't return against the, 49, excuse me, against the Buccaneers. The defensive end, Cardavius Street, Catavia Street, uh, shoulder injury was ruled out for the game. Baltimore Ravens wide receiver, Devin Duvernay, back injury, and safety Cal Hamilton with a knee injury were both ruled out of the game against the Rams. Buffalo Bills defensive end, A.J. Espinosa, rib injuries did not return to the game against the Chiefs. Carolina Panthers guard, Justin McCray, calf injury, and tight end Ian Thomas with an ankle injury did not return to the game against the Saints. 
Joe Flacco of the Cleveland Browns. He will remain the starter for the rest of the season after Sunday's win over the Jaguars in a game against the Jaguars. You know, I guess they thought he played well enough to get it. Safety Grant Delpit, groin injury, did not return to the game against the Jaguars. Um, but they also signed him to an extension, three-year extension there. So, Dallas Cowboys defensive end Jonathan Hankins was carted to the locker room during Sunday's game against the Eagles. He was initially diagnosed with a high ankle sprain. Um, he's going to have an MIR. Excuse me, MRI. Man. But they're saying it doesn't seem severe. High ankle sprains are severe. I don't care what you say, high ankle sprains are severe. They are severe. Detroit Lions corner, Kendall Velder, cramping, did not return to the game against the Browns. That shouldn't be that bad, being that he was cramping up. Green Bay Packers corner, Jair Alexander, had a shoulder injury. Uh, he did not return to Monday night's game. Excuse me. I'm sorry. He's downgraded to out for, to, for tonight's game. So he didn't even, he's not even playing in the game. But we're going to have to pay attention to his shoulder injury as we go along here in fantasy football playoffs. Houston, Texas quarterback, C.J. Stroud suffered a concussion in the fourth quarter of the game against the Jets. He is in concussion protocol per head coach D'Amico Ryans. Davis Mills took over the quarterbacking duties in the fourth quarter. Um, so we'll have to look out for that and see if he's going to be ready for next week's game. Defensive end Will Anderson, Jr., did not return to the game with an ankle injury. Nico Collins with a calf injury did not return, as well as linebacker Blake Cashman, hamstring injury, did not return. And corner uh, Travier Thomas did not return to the game with a hamstring injury as well. Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line. Ezra Cleveland. He had a knee injury, did not return to the game against the Browns. Las Vegas Raiders running back Josh Jacobs and center Andre James with an ankle injury did not return to the game. Las Vegas, excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers quarterback, we talked about him. Justin Herbert was ruled out with a finger injury on his throwing hand. Turns out that it was a fractured index finger, and he has to have surgery on it. Los Angeles Rams wide receiver Tutu Atwell was evaluated for a concussion and did not return to the game against the Ravens. Hunter Long with a knee injury and right tackle Rob Havenston with a hip injury all did not return to the game. Got to look out for those injuries there. Minnesota Vikings quarterback Nick Mullins replaced Joshua Dobbs under center in the fourth quarter. Uh... You know, it was a bad game. It was a bad game for everybody. Head coach Kevin O'Connell did not name a starter for week 15 
wide receiver Justin Jefferson returned to the game, you know, re returned during this game, returned this week to play this game, but got injured, chest injury. He was downgraded to out, transported to a local hospital out of precaution. Um, he did travel home with the team, but this puts, you know, a damper on him. Of course, people went out here and they used the number one overall pick on Justin Jefferson, and he's missed, uh, I believe, six weeks, six weeks of football. Now with his chest injury, just hope he gets better, but he might miss some more time. Uh, running back, Alexander Madison, ankle injury, and right tackle, Brian O'Neill with an ankle injury. Both did not return. So we got to look out for that. You know, they've already lost Cam Akers. Uh, ankle injury for Alexander Madison. You may have to, you know, Ty, Ty Chandler may be, may be a, an option for you. But you never know. New Orleans Saints quarterback Derek Carr told reporters after the win that he suffered three rib fractures this year. And he, he's playing through. Yeah, they got the victory this time. Um, he's playing through. Uh but I believe that he's hurting the team, um, you know, playing through these injuries. I mean, I understand they have something to play for. All three of the teams there, them, the Falcons, the Bucks, they all have the opportunity to make the playoffs. They all could each with, with just winning the division, and the division is up for grabs. All three of those teams are six and seven, you know, so. Philadelphia Eagles safety Reed Blankenship was ruled out of the game with a concussion against the Cowboys. Guard Cam Jurgens with a chest injury did not return. San Francisco 49ers defensive lineman Javon Hargrave with a hamstring injury. Linebacker Owen Owen Brooks Burks, excuse me, Owen Burks with a knee injury, and cornerback Tredavious Ward with a groin injury all left the game early and did not return against the Seahawks. Defensive back uh, Demore Demori. Lenore was ejected from the game after an altercation with DK Metcalf. Of course, the Seattle Seahawks, they had to start Drew Locke against the 49ers as Geno Smith was dealing with a groin injury that he popped up on the injury report late in the week. Um, so we're still having to uh, take a look at that and see what's going to happen with that. Um, Devon Witherspoon, lower back injury, did not return. Corner Artie Burns, knee injury was ruled out as well. And DK Metcalf was ejected from the game. Th that shit happened late, though. That shit happened late in the game, really. Um, it wasn't that, like, it didn't happen early in the game for DK and, and, and Lenore. Uh, Tampa Bay Bucks safety Ryan Neal, hip and back injury was ruled out against the Falcons. Defensive lineman William Ghostin. Uh, Knee injury and Carlton Davis with the and their corn that's their corner Carlton Carlton Davis uh, groin injury did not return to the game so there you have it man those are the injuries that we that we got for right now um, 
And if we're looking at week 15, week 15 is going to be the, the, the week where, of course, we're entering the fantasy football playoffs. But this is the week where we have those Saturday games. So you guys got to watch out for that. We'll talk about that as well when we're talking about our star sits. We're doing Thursday and we're going to do for uh, Saturday as well. Uh, we, we will do that because typically I record on Thursdays for the Two Cents and Nonsense podcast. So we're not going to be able to record on Sat on Friday. I'm not going to be able to drop any episode for you on Friday going into Saturday for the, those games. So what we want to do is we're going to give you all those on Thursday. Um, so it's going to be the Thursday night star sits as well as the Saturday star sits, even though we're not going to know you know who's going to be uh, out per se. We're still going to look at it, and we'll look at the practice reports as well and the injury reports for those. But the games that we have, the Thursday night game is going to be the Chargers versus the Raiders, and the Saturday games are the Vikings and the Buccaneers, the Colts and the Steelers, and the Broncos versus the Lions. So, you got those guys. There are no buys. You got everybody available to you in fantasy football. But we are going to be looking at who we have available to us um, at those particular times and what, what the best games are going to be, man. Um, so, you know, as far as what the waiver wire is concerned, Odell Beckham Jr. had a great performance last week. I believe he's going to be a major pickup for people. Their strength of schedule – uh, that they have left is, you know, pretty pretty decent, um, you know. So he might he he might be the number one pickup. Um, I know Ty Chandler is going to be a pickup while people determine whether or not Alexander Madison is their guy. Uh, if you still haven't had Logan Thomas picked up at the tight end position, we're probably talking about him picking him up. Um, Devonta Foreman after the play the the play that he had this past week and looking like he's going to be the guy uh for the Chicago he might be a good pickup. It baffles me if people still don't have Curtis Samuel on their team. Um Jerick McKinnon, Clyde Evers Lair probably be pickups. I would go Jerry McKinnon before I go Clyde Evers Lair. Um You know, not many waiver wire pickups here for you. You know, pick six for the Dolphins just now. Will Levis is trash. So let's just take a look at some of the guys who could be on that on that waiver wire uh for you based on their performances from this week. Uh, 
Desmond Ritter is probably still down on your waiver wires. We're not looking at him. Uh, Jake Browning, if he's still on your waiver wires, you might you might pick him up. Uh, Bailey Zappi, I think this was an outlier performance for him, um, as well as you know Mitchell Trubisky, maybe an outlier performance. Um, Kenny Pickett is supposed to miss a few weeks, so um, Hunter Henry is still on people's waiver wires. Um, again, maybe an outlier game for this guy. I think Ezekiel Elliott is going to probably be the number one waiver wire pickup when it comes to running backs, and then Ty Chandler will be behind him. But, you know, we are tampering. Uh, Jarek McKinnon might be a pickup for people. I think he's owned in about 30% of ESPN leagues. Uh, Devonta Foreman, we talked about him. Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You know, those guys could be guys that you could possibly look at. Um, if Keaton Mitchell is still on your on your waiver wires, you can go for him. Um, the way I would order him as far as running backs, I would go, I would go Jared McKinnon first um, because he's involved in the passing game. Actually, I'd go Keaton Mitchell first because him and Gus Edwards splits carries. So Keaton Mitchell, then I'd go Jared McKinnon, then Ezekiel Elliott, and then anyone that you fall in behind that. Um, of those guys being valuable for you in the fantasy football playoffs. As far as the quarterbacks are concerned, I mean, you're going to, you know, if you're down and out of quarterbacks, you're going to need somebody to, to, put, to get you through the fantasy football playoffs. And I honestly think, I mean, Desmond Ritter has a pretty decent schedule uh, leading up to leading through. He's got Carolina, he's got Indianapolis, and then he's got Chicago. So he may be a pretty decent pickup if you need to. Bailey Zappi, I'm going to stay away from. He's got Kansas City. He's got Denver, and then he's got Buffalo. There's no way I'm going going with him uh, in my fantasy football playoffs. Uh, Joe Flacco, being that he's going to be the starter for the rest of the season, he's got Chicago, he's got Houston, and then he's got the New York Jets. He might could get you to the championship week, uh, but he's not going to be for you in championship week. Gardner Minshew could be a, be a potential good pickup for you. He's got Pittsburgh. Uh, he's got Atlanta, and then he's got Las Vegas in championship week. So, you know, you're looking looking good. You want you want somebody in championship week where you're gonna have a, a good time. Unfortunately, you know, Jared Goff isn't gonna have a good uh, fantasy football playoffs. And then, like you said, we don't know if Joshua Dobbs is gonna be the quarterback there. Um, but Jordan Love, we talked about it before. He's a guy who we want to pick up, and we want him on our roster due to his schedule for the fantasy football playoffs. He's got Tampa Bay. He's got Carolina in the in the uh, in the semis, and then in the championship week, he's got Minnesota. So he's that's where we want to be looking. Um, as far as our wide receivers are concerned, like I said. Um, of guys who did great last week, Odell Beckham. People are going to be looking to pick him up. 
And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Um, I think that's a good pickup for you. Uh, Quentin Johnston. We don't know. I mean, him and him and their backup quarterback, their backup quarterback, they worked together a bit here, but they got Buffalo and Denver in the uh championship in in the in the two weeks in the playoffs. They got Las Vegas next week, so he might be a good pickup for you against the Las Vegas Raiders in week fifteen to help you get there, but I don't know if he's helping you throughout the entirety of the playoffs. Uh, Michael Gallup, another one. His schedule is tough. Don't know if he's going to be able to help you out. And Demarcus Robinson of the Los Angeles Rams, he's starting to find his way. And he's got a pretty decent schedule here. Week 15, he's got Washington. Uh, Then he's got New Orleans in week 16. And then they finish out uh, the fantasy football playoffs in the championship round with him going to uh, New New York to face the Giants. So he could be potentially a good pickup for you as well. Um, so there you have it. Not much on the waiver wire, man. You were gonna, you're really going to be worried about your guys that you have on your team and playing the best matchups um, as far as tight ends are concerned, you know, if people are still down on your waiver wire that you could pick up and that you could potentially have a good, you want to stream on those. So, um, you know, you got Gerald Everett, who's going to be playing Las Vegas. You can get him for week 15. You can get Pat Fryermuth. Uh He could potentially take you all the way through the playoffs. They got Indianapolis. They got Cincinnati, and then they got Seattle at the championship week. Um, You could potentially go Brevin Jordan uh, for the Houston Texans. He's got Tennessee, Cleveland, and then Tennessee. Um, He might not help you with that Cleveland game, but those Tennessee games, he might be able to get you something going. So, you got you got plenty of options out there that you can go with um, as your remaining strength of schedule and as you're going into these playoffs. Um, you want to be looking for those guys who can give you an edge. Who can be what we call league winners. And, you know, of course, we'll talk about the right now, man, players of the week. Of course, uh, we talked about Debo Samuel in the last episode. We're going to put him as a player of the week, uh, 34 fantasy points. He, as of I'm as of me recording this, because I don't know what's going to happen with the guys on this Monday night games, he is – Five points ahead of the next wide receiver. So that gives him that. Also, we want to go with Evan Ingram. 32 points. 32.5 points at the tight end position. Uh, He is five points ahead of, actually six points ahead of the next tight end, which was David Njoku. And then, of course, Lamar Jackson. 
scoring 31.6 fantasy points, which is six fantasy points ahead of the next uh, quarterback, which was Desmond Ritter. So congratulations to those guys. Those are the fantasy players of the week. The fantasy bust of the week is everybody that played in the game of the Minnesota Vikings versus the Las Vegas Raiders with a low score of three to zip. No yards to be found. Nothing going on. They all played like shit, and they fucked up our fantasy week because of it. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks a lot. So, um, our biggest hit of the week would probably I'm I'm probably I don't know if people told you not to play them, but. Um, I don't know if people told you not to play him, but we told you to play him because we felt like he was going to be um, still okay. Despite the reports. We felt like he was going to be okay despite the reports of, you know, the the carries going to be changing and things like that. Austin Eckler. I think people, we're not going to call that our biggest hit of the week, but we want we want to say hey, we, our biggest hit of the week, I think, was Isaiah Likely. Uh, he scored 19 points. People didn't tell you to put him out there. We did. Um You know, but Austin Eckler, we told you to, to ride with him, even though they were going to be splitting carries. Um, we didn't care about that. We told you to put him out there. Breeze Hall, we told you to put him out there, even though, you know, the Jets hadn't been great. You know, one of the misses, man, was uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Probably we could say him. We didn't want to have to do. We didn't want to deal with any Patriot on the on the on the roster. None of them. Um, so that was a big miss for us. Potentially, um, their court both quarterbacks played well in that game. Um, so our misses were the. The misses for us was was that game, that Thursday night game of last week was the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the um, New New England Patriots. We missed a lot on that game. That was, that was our biggest miss as far as games are concerned because we thought that game was going to be trash and nobody was going to be fantasy valuable. And a lot of those guys showed up and played. So that's our biggest miss, you know, so, you know, Sometimes we have to, you know, we gotta we gotta dig deeper than just saying these two teams are garbage and the, and, the, and the game is gonna be good. 
meaning nobody is going to get up and, and, and do anything. Uh, we got to do better than that. We are better than that, and, and that, that I would like to say I apologize to the listeners for that. That was lazy analysis. We didn't do what we were supposed to do as far as letting you guys know who exactly to start in that game. Uh, we just basically told you not to play anybody alone, and, and that's not, that's not what, what needs to happen. So I do apologize for that, but that was our biggest miss. And, of course, the you helped no one performances of the week. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Um, the biggest one, as far as thanks a lot, you helped no one, was Chase Brown. He scored 19.5 fantasy points. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody thought he'd do it. So thanks a lot, Chase Brown. You helped no one. And that is running back, backup running back for the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. And this didn't happen because there was an injury or anything. He just literally caught three passes for 80 yards and scored a touchdown. You know. He did a good job. I mean, he played his position well. Joe Mixon balled out as well, um, has 21.5 fantasy points. But thanks a lot, Chase Brown. You helped no one. But your performance was incredible. Also, Davis Allen, the tight end for the Los Angeles, excuse me, the Los Angeles Rams, 15 fantasy points as a tight end. Thanks a lot, my man. You helped no one, but you had a great performance. You had a great performance. He didn't. He didn't help anybody. You. He was the sixth overall tight end on the week. Thanks a lot, man. You helped nobody, but it was an incredible performance nonetheless. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, honorable mentions to. Michael Gallup, who scored 13.6 fantasy points. Thanks a lot, man. You ain't helping nobody. Josh Reynolds, 13.4 fantasy points. Thanks a lot, man. You ain't helping nobody. Because nobody had you garbage-ass niggas on your team. Also, shout-out to David Bell, who scored 11.1 fantasy points. Nobody had the Cleveland wide receiver on their team. So thanks a lot, guys. You helped nobody. Not a soul. Because nobody had you on their rosters. Also, Rico Dooley, running back for the Dallas Cowboys, 12.2 fantasy points. Thanks a lot, my man. You helped nobody. You didn't help a soul because nobody had you in their lineup. Didn't help a soul. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you listening to me as always. Going to get back to watching this game here with the Tennessee Titans versus the Miami Dolphins. I appreciate you guys listening to me as always. I'll be back with you on Thursday with the star sits for Thursday night as well as Saturday games. Be true to thyself. Embrace your addiction. And as always, champ, earn your chip. I'll see you guys on the next one. I'm out.